Here we go. Yep. All right. Um, so in three, two, one. Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner. With me today is Peggy Doty. Hi, Peggy. Good morning. So today we're going to talk about owls and some of the calls that you're getting on owls and one particular variety. So perhaps start out by telling us how many owls there are in Illinois. Statewide, and those are going to be dependent on habitat, but we have seven different owls found in Illinois. The great horned, the bard, and that's B-A-R-R-E-D, and the barn, B-A-R-N, the short-eared, the long-eared, the eastern screech, and the northern sawwit. Now that's six, but I like to include um, the seventh one, the snowy owls, because here in northern Illinois, they frequent come down in the winter um, as they travel south for easier hunting conditions so they think what we th think is a harsh winter could actually be easier weather for these particular snowy owls to find food but the great horned owl is found in Illinois year-round nice so what I think you're going to concentrate mostly on the great horned owls for our conversation because you've been getting calls about them and so Tell us more about them in general. Well, when I think part of it is we don't we don't always notice them. They're very silent. They're nocturnal. All the owls, you know, tend to be. They can come out and hunt during the day. I do often get phone calls. There's an owl out. It's daytime. Is it okay? They don't dissolve in the daylight. It's just that they're they're a slow flying raptor versus a hawk who can fly really quickly. So we get a little worried when they're not you know, staying only coming out at night. But this particular owl starts to call in December and calls very um, contiguously through January. And that's when it's really quiet, um, when it's not snowstorming. Uh, and you hear them. You can hear it coming through your window, through the closed windows, and it's kind of an eerie sound. And when they don't stop, I do get calls of concern. You know, why are they calling so long? What's the what's you know are they okay and and what is but it was just that we're noticing them and this particular owl calls very early in the year so uh where do you find great horned owls in our you know, area in our area they really prefer a mature forest like a secondary old old growth i'm not talking about you know something that's never been changed from farming to you know um or something that's never been anything but a forest, but sometimes we have farms that go back to being forests. As long as there's mature trees, they're pretty happy, but within their habitat, they like some open space to go find some of their food sources. But, you know, some of these owls, our owls can be, these great horns can be find, found from Canada to Central America, and some live in the desert, and some live in swamps. They're very adaptable birds. So um, why do some people hear them calling that's well, just, just it, you know, yeah, they love to call, but it's very important calling, and that's why they don't stop. They're trying to find a mate. Uh, they are desperately seeking a mate. And the saddest part is, so once they nest, they nest in February. And, you know, that's a cold time of year. But for these great horned owls, it takes them a bit of time to raise these large baby birds. So they're looking for a mate. And for many weeks, the mate and the mates will call back and forth to each other. And the softer sound you'll hear, it's a, it seems lower to me. They say the males is lower, but the female has this kind of low, soft tone. And he responds with this 
is, oh yeah, you know, we're good. And that's also kind of setting up a territory for any other birds of prey, uh, anything that would get in their space. So they're not only calling getting ready to nest, but they're calling to let everybody know we are a pair, we are working together, and you don't want to be here because we're, we're going to defend our territory. Come February, they once those eggs are laid, they go dead silent. There's no calling until those babies are raised to protect the nest, to protect the mom and sitting on the nest. And I always feel very sad in March when I we have these snowstorms and there's a male uh, screaming out, you know, in the woods, just calling and calling. And I just I feel so bad. I'm like, buddy, it's over. You got you're you're on your own for a year. You're a bachelor. Get over it because they'll just keep trying to find somebody, even though it's past the time that they'll nest. So what role do the owls great horn than otherwise play in the environment so these are a huge owl they're our biggest they're like 55 inches wingtip to wingtip the females are always a third larger like in most raptors the females are a third larger than the male so anything that that's 55 inches wide you know you're talking almost a, a five foot wingspan that's a that's a wide a wide bird so they can hunt larger prey however they do consume animals from tiny rodents clear up to geese so they're a great rodent and rabbit control. That's really their ecological service to us is keeping some of those um, lower on the food chain, fast breeding animals under control. And they're probably the only willing predator that eats skunk. Mm -hmm. The owl, he doesn't have a developed olfactory lobe, which is what controls your sense of smell. So he doesn't care. And if we didn't have them, our skunk population, which can sometimes get rabies within that population, uh, they would get out of control because other predators like coyotes, um, any raccoon that's big enough, they don't want to mess with the skunk for obvious reasons. But they're, um, it's, they are also capable of consuming a reasonable size cat. Now, I have a 20-pound cat. He doesn't go outside, but if he did, the owl would pass him up. He's just not not small enough. But they are known to clean out barn cats, you know, um, because they're easy. They're usually pretty thin animals um, working on, you know, keeping up with mice, but not necessarily being fed a lot of food So, because that's the control for the farmer. Um, but they are capable of, of doing that as well. Hmm. So where do we go to get more information about owls? So for wildlife in general and, 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 nuisance, and nuisance things, owls can also be a nuisance. Um, in the fall, sometimes they target easy prey like chickens because they've been put on their own by their parents. They're not being fed or helped being fed, so they go for easy targets. So if you have trouble with any wildlife, um, you can go to our website for extension, which is www.extension.illinois.edu. And we have a, an, a website. If you just search wildlife, you'll come to our Living with Wildlife in Illinois website. And we have um, helpful parts of preventing problems, how to solve problems, and, and that would be uh, included for all animals that could give you concern on your, on your property. Very good. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wastner and Peggy Doty. Very good. Thanks, Bill. No problem. I'll send it to you, and you can approve, and then I'll post it. All righty. Have an awesome, chilly weekend. <laughs> yes, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>